Okay. College football time. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the uh, coaches' top 25 AP poll, Tyler. What do you say, huh? Texas did get a first place vote <laughs> yeah. today. Let's not – I mean, I, this is a serious subject, but uh, come on. Let's not let this distract us from the fact that some moron picked Texas number one in a preseason poll after a 5-7 and seven season. Oh, man. What a – what a fascinating uh, weekend it's become. And then, obviously, weekday. Uh, it's tough to even know where to begin. You know, <laughs> which, by the way, you know, and I know you guys probably hit on it here just a, a couple of minutes ago. Like, by you feel like you've wrapped your head around the situation to some degree, thrown it a, around – uh, developed your opinion and, and, and what you think happened and how it should be handled and and all of that. And then we get another statement out that, yep. you know, frankly changes a lot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> right? It's... Yeah, yeah. And, and look, you know how opinionated the, the text line can get. And I don't hate them for it. I love them for that. I, I love the opinions. We love the text line. It's, we always say it drives the show. Um, I don't know if I was surprised, but it definitely – Brent Venable's statement 30 minutes ago, whenever it was, it changed the opinion of a lot of people. It really did. Well, it, it does. I mean, it, it, it changes the scenario a little bit, you know, um, well, a lot of bit, not a little bit. It's just wild. The whole thing is frustrating. I think all of it's frustrating. Um, you know, I, I've, I've known Kel Gundy personally for uh, over 20 years. Um, I know him to be an absolute stand-up guy. Um, you know, my interactions with him have always been excellent, but you know, I can't really, uh, like my opinion, whenever it comes to this situation, really, I, I got to kind of take, uh, a lot of the former players word for it and to see a bunch of guys come out in full force, um, you know, is, is it, it kind of tells you what you need to know. Now, sure. that being said, does not excuse at all what went down. Right? Both things can be true here. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Right. It's um it's it's a uh it's a wild scenario. It's not a good scenario. There are no right answers. It the whole the whole it's bad all the way around. Okay? And you know, as you just get underway in training camp which i i don't know maybe it was i think possibly before the training camp even happened like before they even took the field yeah you know and people are theorizing now you know brent had a press conference early last week i forget which day it was tuesday but it was a different mood a different energy than we have like heard from him before and i don't know if that was coincidence or or if he had that on his mind but coincidence you think it was a coincidence? Yes, it was. It okay. was post Tuesday, um, but you know, I don't know. The whole thing is, like I said, there is no, there is no right answer. All answers, unfortunately, are bad in one form or another. So, 
Uh, I know there's a lot of varying opinions on the matter, and uh, I'm sure we'll we'll see some of those and read some of those as we as we roll through the show today. But yeah, it was um, as word started to trickle out, you know, Saturday about this deal, and then you 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 see what happened last night. It's just it's it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. It's sad. It's depressing. I mean, for, again, it's just been high moments since Brent Venables. I mean, before he even got hired, like just the, the kind of the, the rumor of it. Um, it's been good times since then, man. And this is the, this is the dark cloud that's that set over the program for the first time. And, you know, I, I don't know what the average time is for a new head coach to have to make his first real tough decision within a program, but there ain't no doubt, man, this is Brent Venable's really – I mean, this is his first really, really tough decision, and it's with his longest-tenured assistant coach, and it's in a situation that half are going to agree with and probably half are going to disagree with. It's honestly, Teddy, in terms of like public opinion, it's one of the tougher things that could have landed on the plate of Brent Venables for his like first true tough decision to make. Right. Yep. Um, it is. This is this is difficult. Um, you know, because for several reasons, you've got you've got clearly a bunch of of former players. Sounds like current players that are, you know, behind Gundy, vouching for Gundy. Uh, obviously, a, a huge part of the fan base. So, like, whenever something like like this happens, just naturally, it's going to drive a wedge right through the middle of your your team. I mean, your staff. I mean, Demarco yeah. Murray's right there on on staff. He was. Instrumental in, in Demarco Murray's, you know, his his development and all of this. I mean, not just Demarco Murray, everyone on the staff almost. Uh, it feels like so you drive a wedge through your team, your your staff. Well, I I don't mean to say that Venables or the administration drives a wedge. The situation drives a wedge between staff, uh, locker room. Former players, alumni, fans, um, gosh, maybe even administration. It's just it's that type of of situation where they're, you know, honestly, no right answer. All answers are bad. The whole situation is bad all the way around. Is there any way to I, any way to guess? Or you know how how this is going to affect the team in twenty twenty two? Um, I don't know. I would say my my initial my initial reaction is that it doesn't. Maybe I can be convinced otherwise, but. I mean, you drop a pass in the end zone to win a game. You throw a you throw an interception in the flat in the fourth quarter. You miss a defensive adjustment and give up a touchdown late. I I just I have a hard time, and I like my mentality works differently than a lot of people's, and I understand that. But 
I have a hard time linking anything like that to to this situation and saying like that's that's caused this problem sure. or but I, I do understand I'm not dumb I'm not naive that locker room chemistry is is a is a big deal and you know I while I think that there's probably a divide in the locker room perhaps about what should have happened or what punishment maybe should have been dished out or I mean, there may be differences there, but it's not like, at least my my feeling is, it wouldn't seem like those differences would be something that would turn players against one another or against the staff. Yeah, no, I'm with you, and I said earlier. I think everyone's um, pretty I, understanding, like, right. d- depending on where you fall, like, you still understand that like what would doubt like there's absolutely no excuse and you had to feel like in your head like this was coming yeah no I, I mentioned earlier it doesn't affect my overall season prediction now could it affect Jaquay's Petaway's recruitment in the 2023 class sure and I think that that's where if anything happens because Kale Gundy is gone that's negative to the program or you see a setback anyway it's probably going to be in recruiting, things that we can actually see rather than on the field this year. Uh, okay, by the way, I, I, I see everyone's texts and everyone's DMs. I understand that some of you just hopped on the show at 3 p.m. I will reread that statement by Brent Venables about 35 minutes ago. He said, as painful as it has been dealing with Coach Gundy resigning for the program, it doesn't touch the experience of pain felt by a room full of young men I am charged to protect, lead, and love. There are a few things I would like to address. Coach Gundy resigned from the program because he knows what he did was wrong. He chose to read aloud to his players not once but multiple times a racially charged word that is objectionable to everyone and does not reflect the attitude and values of our university or our football program. This is not acceptable, period. Coach Gundy did the right thing in resigning. He knows our goals for excellence and that coaches have special responsibilities to set an example. He also knows that while he will always be a part of the OU family, that his words affected many of us and did not represent the principles of our university. Again, his resignation was the right thing to do, and we will move forward positively. Now let me ask you this. Um... Naturally, there were a lot of rumors and speculations that happened late last night, early this morning, about the matter. And I'm sure one of those rumors or accusations is that Brent Venables did not want to do this. He wanted Brent Venables to come back, whatever. I mean, uh, Kill Gunny to come back, whatever. Does that statement that Brent Venables just had lead you to believe that he is fully on board 100% with the, di- with the dismissal or the resigning? Yes. Yeah. Kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. But, you know, again, like, I don't, I can't say that it's the wrong thing. You know, it's, I understand the difficulty of the situation and like, there's a whole bunch of gray area everywhere, but here's the thing, man. You just can't do it. You know, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. And we all know that we, we know, know that. that you just can't do it. And unfortunately, like if this situation plays out, you know, a hundred times, 
uh, I, I don't think Coach Gundy like, has the same reaction, right? I, I, like, I think it was a – I don't know. It's hard for me to say. I wasn't in the room. I don't know how it all unfolded. But, you know, I, I just – whenever you listen to all the former players that he's been instrumental in their development and the way that they've, they've grown into to young men – I, like that's that's kind of what I take from this. Like I don't think it is a, I don't think that this changes or it should change how uh, Kale Gundy is viewed. I don't think yeah. that this is a knock on his character, on his principles, any of that. I think it was uh, a, a mistake made in the heat of the moment, and at the same time, I think. Uh, Coach Venables or the administration or however the whole thing went down, like, and there's going to be arguments about whether he's pressured to resign or like how everything went down. It's like, this is the result. Like that's unfortunately that's, this is, this is how it goes down, you know? Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Kat Gundy, uh, the daughter of Kale Gundy, she had a tweet out. It's since been deleted, but she did say off of the uh, statement that I just read from Brent Venables, she said, interesting, you told your players to keep their mouths shut about what really happened and their heads down. The truth will always come to fruition. It's only a matter of time. She's tweeted that, but it's interesting nonetheless. So we'll uh, we'll see if uh, if anything comes from that. But well, yeah, I mean, man, it's I, not look, really I, though. If 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 something like this goes down in an organization, you know, I don't think it's. And again, I don't know like exactly what the conversation was, but like, to say let's keep this in house if we can, please, is not. I don't think that's a, a bad thing, knowing full well that it's it's going to get out, right? But like, sure. I, I think that that's a totally totally normal uh, response from a coach whenever you have something like this go down because obviously, you know, there's time, there's decision-making. Like, we've got to figure out how exactly we approach it. So, and, you know, and Before I also understand it on, on her end, right? Like, this is – this has got to be totally frustrating. the The first thing you always want to do is is jump in and defend your your family, your friends, your your relatives, the people that are close to you. I mean, this, I, I, I obviously it's been deleted, and you know, it's just it's it's that frustration that everyone feels right now for different reasons. All right, so we have this take quite a bit on the text line. I'm going to let you address it, and then we'll uh, hit a break. Uh, this one uh, in particular is from the 918. I hope the player who wrote it multiple times is held accountable the same as the coach who read it aloud multiple times. Well, that's just not going to happen, right? I mean, that I understand, well – I see where you're trying to come from with that angle. But it's just flat out, it's not how this situation goes down. That's not, that's not the way this thing unfolds. That's not how, I mean, do you see this like nonstop? Like this is not, that's not how it happens, right? I mean, that, that's not what this thing is. 
Okay, we all know the situation. And this doesn't change it that it's unfortunately happened here at at Oklahoma's program. I mean, that, that reasoning, the logic just doesn't play here. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I I I know it. Hey, I see everyone else out there too wanting to know who the player is. I look, I I, I don't know who the player is, and even if I did, I'm just not going to sit here and spout it out. I don't think that does anybody any good. See, it, it's that's the thing. Is it? It doesn't matter who the player is. It just doesn't. It doesn't matter who the player is. It doesn't matter like what the extent of the of the message or the the lyrics or whatever was on the the page I, it doesn't matter what was written down there none of that matters right do i agree yeah this whole thing could have been avoided had whoever the player was been paying attention yeah i totally understand that but that doesn't change the chain of events that went down afterwards i mean it just doesn't unfortunately yeah agree um, it is wild uh, that he is what his last game at OU is actually going to be. Is that the only game that he called plays for offensively in the Alamo Bowl? Is that right? That's is that the only game he ever called plays for? That, that I know of. That I know of, yeah. And um, it went down flawlessly. It was great. I don't know. It's a, it's a frustrating situation all the way around. It is. It's totally brutal. I hate it for Coach Gundy that, unfortunately, your your career as a coach, as a player, as a developer of young men gets reduced down to however long this exchange was. I, I hate that. I hate it for the players that, you know, that this affected, that this – uh, you know, is weighing on them right now. I hate it for Venables, who had this come across his desk this early into his tenure. I hate it for the fans that, you know, you're you're put into this situation to try and develop an opinion and figure out what happened in the room and what went down and what should take place. That's what I'm saying. It's just there's no good answers anywhere. It's just a bad situation all the way around. Frustrating. Yeah. And uh, yep. And sad. All right. Let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line. We'll get to them. 651-3439. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We're the homeless Sooner fans. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. I know a lot of you out there haven't been able to keep up with everything that's been said today. So as we go into uh, every segment today, I'll try to read a response from a different former player of Kale Gundy's. This one uh, is from Samaj P. Ryan earlier today at about 11 a.m. I can't say enough about the type of guy at OU Coach Gundy is. He's been a stand-up guy well before he came into my life, and I know he will continue to be. You already know you have my utmost respect, Coach. I'm always in your corner. So we know the situation. It is what it is. Kel Gundy's not going to be a coach this year at OU and probably will never be a coach ever again at OU. LaDamian Washington is the guy taking Kel Gundy's place. He will be here throughout this season. Depending on what happens this season, that'll determine whether he's an on-field coach for the long term or not. Do you know anything about LaDamian Washington other than that he just came from the University of Missouri? 
Uh, no, not really. I really don't. Um, I I know that pretty much everyone that is up there, not pretty much, everyone that is up there at whatever role in whatever capac- uh, capacity, uh, Venables does not just say, yeah, sure, come along. You know, there's there's a method there. There's a reason that he brings certain people in. So I would say that uh, I would expect that his qualifications are pretty good. I'm, and, you know, I was wondering if he was – if he was on staff there whenever uh, Hype was there or when Joe John was there and has a, a a pretty good base understanding of this offense, obviously he would now because he's been there, you know, uh, for eight months or however long it's been since he joined the staff. But I'm, I'm wondering if he has uh, knowledge of this offense before he came here. And my guess is – that's probably a yes, and it's not just a totally random hire, you know? Yeah, but do you agree that if he is, you know, a wide receivers coach moving forward, it's going to, I mean, pretty obviously, heavily impact on what happens this year in, in 2022? Like, I, I think that this is his chance to to win that job, essentially. Now, I don't know how they're going to necessarily determine whether – you know, he's good enough to be that guy moving forward, but I think that this is his real chance to be on the staff as a full-time assistant moving forward. Um, I don't think that – I don't think it's going to have much of an impact as far as on the field. You know, I think he's a guy that's, you know, played the position, obviously, played it at a high level spent uh spent some time in the NFL um i i think that he's going to have a pretty good grasp of it already and you know here's the thing there's Jeff Lebby is the offensive coordinator and the fallback guy right i mean i'm sure that there's probably already been a lot of that on his plate as they've gone right now trying to get everyone up to speed i mean you got to r- remember back whenever I don't know when it was. If it was, um, uh, it was it was one of the uh, availabilities, and, and Coach Gundy was talking about like how difficult the system it it is, and how intricate, and you know how he's you know been struggling coming up to speed. It's the most detailed system that he's ever been a part of. So I'm I'm, I'm sure that Jeff Lebby's already had a a pretty heavy hand in dealing with the wide receivers at this point, anyways. You know, trying to to get that group up to speed and everyone on the same page. Yeah. Uh, Let's read several texts here. Um, First off, I need an ice-cold Pacifico. Yeah, Uh, let's go. Us too. They texted that four times, by the way. So I don't know if that means they really need an ice-cold Pacifico or if they need four ice-cold Yeah, it means they keep texting it every time they finish their (laughs) ice-cold Pacifico and say they need a new one. Four and twenty-two minutes. Not uh, bad. I don't know if you're playing Power Hour or something, but I'm 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 pretty it's impressed. It's not bad. I've done that before. I think I think my my uh, four, four ice cold Pacifico record is like six and a half minutes. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. Maybe when Teddy was cool back in the early two thousands, but it's been a long time since that's been the case. Which uh, hey, five eight zero. Just to just to uh, mention this real quick, uh, because uh-huh. we're on the topic. 
I, I may have told you this before. I saw Mike Skinner bong six beers at one time through a funnel. Yeah, you told me that. And, um, I mean, Mike Skinner was already legendary for being a part of that 2000 team, but he may have elevated himself to the most legendary offensive lineman of that 2000 team after that story. Amazing. That's amazing. Yep. That's gene. You know, you can't practice that. That's genes. Either you have it or you don't. And yep. Mike Skinner does. That's true. That's true. I mean, development only gets you some so far. You've got to have the genes. You're right. All right. Sorry to sidetrack. What were you getting to? No, I'm just getting to some text. 405-651-3439. Uh, embarrassed to be an OU fan. Gundy is a good man. Well, you shouldn't be embarrassed to be an OU fan. And I totally agree that Gundy is a good man. Um, I, you just have to understand the totality of the situation. You do. I love Coach Gundy. You've heard me tell the story, Tyler, about whenever I came to junior day. Nobody in the world knew who I was. I walked in the door. Coach Gundy was the very first person that I saw. Knew me, knew where I was from, took me immediately to go talk to Coach Venables, the linebacker coach. Like He was the very first coach at OU that made an impression on me, and nothing has changed. He's been high energy. He's been like that the entire time. Um, I love Coach Gundy. He's an amazing man. He's not just a good man. He's amazing, and he's done amazing things for this university. But it doesn't change the situation it's just like this is this is what it is so brent venables in his statement that he released earlier yeah. he said um I, i'm trying to find exactly what he said is that he's he's always going to be he knows that while he will always be a part of the ou family that his words affected many of us okay so brent venables in the statement is saying that he will always be a part of the OU family. Is it going to have to take some time here? I I mean, I don't expect you to know what the timeline looks like, but is there ever going to be a scenario, and let's assume that Brent Venables is here for quite some time, but is there ever a scenario where Cale Gundy, not as hired, but is kind of a, you know, welcome back into those walls to kind of be around the guys again and be around the team? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know that that changes right now. I mean, obviously, the situation requires everyone take a breath for a little bit, right? You know, just as you know, as things can fade and we can all move on, and and the team can kind of regather, and you know, everyone can gain a, gain a bit of perspective on the matter. But in my opinion, that's absolutely. Yes. Yes. Hope so. I, and I, I think a lot of people I think a lot of people would say that they hope that that's the case too. But right. yeah, some time might have to pass initially. Yeah, I I you know, I don't think that it seems pretty unanimous unless there's there's you know, there's going to be takes out there that I haven't seen or haven't heard, but the players seem to be both current and former, like everything that I've seen has been positive and supportive. Now that doesn't mean, I mean, uh, there's been some that are very vocal about, 
this shouldn't have happened and they're on his side and this is wrong the way that this has gone down. But, you know, there, I, I haven't seen any takes from any players out there that say, like, fire this man, this is inexcusable, get him off campus, don't let him around any of those players. He's talk, like I haven't heard any of that. Because there hasn't been one. And, you know, the divide is between, you know, um, he should be punished but not fired. I don't think anyone is saying that this changes everyone's perspective of him and now all of a sudden he's a horrible human being. Like, I haven't seen that at all. And with that being the case, I, 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 think, I think Coach Gundy made a mistake. Uh, he's owned that. And, yeah, I, I, would, I would hope that soon, very soon, that he'd be welcomed back up there. Yeah, no, I, I hope that's the case. I, I do think some, obviously, some initial time is is going to have to pass, but I am, uh, I am hopeful because what we said, both things can be true. Should have done it, shouldn't have said it, especially multiple times. You just can't. But and, and it, it's, you, you can't, you it's, can't. Wait, and we said that with Gary Patterson last year. You just can't do it. But it doesn't take away what kind of what kind of person he's been throughout his me entire the, tenure at OU. I don't even remember the Patterson situation. Uh, it was, um, I hate to say similar cause I don't know the exact details, but I think it was in a, I think it was in a team room just like this. And he was repeating, he was repeating something. I don't think that he was reading off an iPad. Maybe he was just repeating what someone else said or what someone else wrote, but yeah. Right. Same, I, I mean, similar situation. Yeah. I remember that now. Um, yeah, I, it's just, hey, this is the this is this is the inevitable response because, like, the frustrating thing is, like, whenever the message first gets to Brent Venables, you have to imagine taking in that message, and the first thing you you think isn't, well, he was just reading lyrics or leading reading off of a sheet the first thing you think is how How, are you kidding me how how could this happen how like that's the first thing and that's kind of what you have to go back to and you know I don't obviously I don't believe that it's a a mistake that that tarnishes or changes his character or how you should view him as a man but it's a mistake that when made has very stiff consequences yeah and that's been that's been the precedent for it right yeah is that situation and that's what i said at the beginning is uh, if you're in venable shoes there's there's no right answer you know if like the 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 result so far with the resignation is about as middle ground as you can get on the whole situation. Uh, if you fire him, well, because of the way everything unfolded, there's sure to be a ton of pushback on that. That it's too harsh. If you don't, there's sure to be pushback that you know how can you just allow this to happen and nothing's in in. You know you're going to get nev- negatively recruited one way or the other. It's it's just it's an impossible situation. 
No, and that's is. the frustration whenever I say, when it first comes across your, your desk, if you're Venables, you say, how? How? Like, you know the position that this is going to put the head coach in, the administration. Right? That's, that's the reason that, that there's certain situations that are flat out can't do it. Yeah, I I mean I I agree with all that. I mean, no disrespect whatsoever to Kel Gundy, but I I do think as we live in the moment here and we think how it could affect recruiting, how could it affect the team this year? Just like the situation we saw last year, Kel Gundy meant a lot to this program, there's no doubt. But this program's going to be okay, man. It'll be just fine. And like I've said multiple times already since 2 p.m., this does not change my opinion in terms of the win-loss factor that this team is going to have this year. With all due respect, I say that. I OU football will be okay. They'll, they'll be all right without Kill Gundy, just like they were seven months ago when all that happened. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree with that. But, you know, they'll be okay without Coach Gundy. But I hate saying that. I know, I know. It's not fun to say. I, I totally get that. Yeah. It's um it's tough. It's tough. I I feel I feel horrible for for him right now. It's I can't imagine mentally what what he's going through. I you know, it's just I don't even know what you what do you say? What do you say? You know, all all I can say is, don't. I or, or I guess I can't tell anyone what to do myself. This 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 mistake does not change my opinion of, of Coach Gundy at all. Yeah, I I, I believe is just an honest mistake in the moment, and uh, obviously, like what I do is I take all of his former players coming to his defense, not you know, quietly through a phone call publicly making a, a a big statement about him and his character and how influential he was in their lives and that they continue to stand, uh, you know, side by side with him. So there you go. All right. Uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We've got plenty of text messages to get to. We've also got some other football stuff today that I'm sure – well, maybe we will, maybe we won't venture into. Um, we'll continue to monitor, see what you guys think, and um, we'll march forward. Stay tuned. It is the rush on the ref. We are the Homo Sooner fans. I'm live at Windstar World Casino. Played uh, 18 holes of golf today. Stressful golf because the uh, big story of the day is what we've been talking about all day today. We will uh, recap that as the show goes on. What a on. crappy round of golf if you it, can't it uh, was. slam a 12-pack while you're out there playing. I, you know, you got to go I didn't drink later. at all. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. Yeah, that's why it was a crappy round. I didn't drink at all the entire time in preparation for the show. Yeah, well, it was here lame. we are. Yeah, here we are. Um, Kale Gundy's impact on recruiting. I don't think it's going to crater the 2023 class. I know that there, there's some text about that. Uh, Jaquace Petaway, who's a four-star wide receiver. Parker mentioned earlier that maybe there could possibly be some movement there, but there is nothing uh, certain on that. Um, this staff is so relationship-driven, man, and Kale Gundy – 
was a huge part of that relationship-driven recruiting effort. So it definitely hurts, but just like on the field, I think that OU can still have uh, what most of us think could be a top-five recruiting class by the end of the cycle. Well, you know, the other part of it is just because of the way recruiting works, uh, LaDamian Washington has probably had just as much or even more contact with the wide receivers that they're recruiting. Um, they, I believe, depending on what exactly his position was previously, I don't think those guys have any limits on like contact with with players as far as like text messages or 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 DMs. I could be wrong about that, but I know that they they are able to have a lot of contact and and build those relationships, and that's part of what their jobs are. Uh, yeah. It's critical that they're on the back end developing. So, like, Lodeholt has been instrumental on a bunch of these guys and, like, the offensive line committing. So I'm sure it's the same thing with uh, LaDamian Washington. Yeah. And, and real quick before we hit a break, as, as did Miguel Chavis when he was at Clemson. Like, no, he wasn't the defensive ends coach at Clemson last year, but it sounds like he was involved with, you know, some recruits that they had and was an instrumental part on getting some of those guys to Clemson. So I, I'm I'm sure, yeah, that LaDamian Washington has some sort of recruiting experience. Does he have the recruiting experience of Kale Gundy? No, few people in the industry have, but OU will be, OU will be fine getting wide receivers. Yeah, no. They'll be okay. I agree. All right, let's hit a quick break. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number one next. It is the rush. Live on the ref, we're the home of Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Rodney Anderson tweeted out earlier today, this isn't right. Coach Gundy is one of the most upstanding and loyal individuals I've ever met. He was in my corner when I chose OU, in my corner when I left for the league, and in my corner when my playing career ended. Uh, ended. In short, he cares about the players, the university, coaching staff, and the city of Norman. Truly one of the best guys I've ever met. I'm in Coach Gundy's corner. That's former running back uh, Rodney Anderson. You know, when, when you talk about the lasting legacy of Kale Gundy at OU, unfortunately this is going to be a part of the story. But if you wanted to at least take a couple of minutes to look at the bright spots, in terms of the recruits that he landed in Norman, there's few coaches, Teddy, that can match that recruiting resume that he had here over, what, multiple decades. Well, yeah, uh, there's no doubt about that. He's been a part of uh, bringing some of the the biggest and best names uh, through those doors without a doubt. And, I mean, and that's the thing is while I expect that LaDamian Washington is going to be – a good addition and, and have an opportunity to earn a, a permanent role. That doesn't mean that Coach Gundy won't be missed and his what he he brought to the brought to the program uh, you know can be reproduced. It, he had an excellent run of it. Yeah, I I, I want, do want to say one thing about Ladamian Washington is and I know that this is the nature of coaching at a blue blood program. If you're an assistant coach, you are going I mean you're going to get it sometimes from the fan base, right? But I just hope that it's fair. I hope that the fan the fan base gives this guy a legitimate chance 
to, you know, kind of go out this year and have good wide receiver play. Like, if there's a third and eight and there's a drop ball by Marvin Mims, I hope the thought from the fan base isn't, see, he's not fit for this job. Co- if Coach Kale Gundy was there, that play is made. Because that's not very fair. I, he, He's in this situation. He's in a great situation now because of the incident. I just hope everyone actually gives him a chance to succeed here. I'm, I'm talking about the fan base. What makes you think football fans would have a reaction like that to a dropped pass? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I would probably be sitting in my section this year. All right. Uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay with us. Hour number two is next.